Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 850, for Saturday, February 25th, 2023. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Entering at number 20, Cyclades, or Cyclades, the Legendary Edition, by Bruno Catala and Ludovic Montblanc, published by Open Sesame Games, with 15,872 views. That is 434 fewer than last week's number 20. Entering at number 19, Rallyman, Dirt, by Jean-Christophe Bouvier, published by Holy Grail Games, with 16,772, 900 more than Kiklades. Down 2 to 18, Eon Trespass, Odyssey, by Marcin Velnicki, published by Into the Unknown, with 16,883, 111 more than Rallyman, a decline of 6%, one of three games in the top 20 that declined from last week. Up 1 to 17, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 17,711, 828 more than Eon Trespass, a decline of just 102 views, six-tenths of a percent. But it is the second of our three decliners. After two weeks at number 19, back up 3 to 16, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 17,000 905. Nearly 200, more than wingspan, and a gain of 2%. Re-entering at number 15, Encyclopedia, by Eric Debut and Olivier Melisson, published by Holy Grail Games, with 19,819. 1,900, more than Arkham Horror. Down 2 to 14, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 19,864, 45, more than Encyclopedia, and a gain of 4.5%, but it loses two positions. Back up 4 to 13, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 20,730. 866 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 16%. Climbing 1 to 12, Europa Universalis, by Elvin Vettelsen, published by Egier Games, with 21,979. 1,200 more than Terraforming Mars, and a gain of 19%. Down 2 to 11, ending a three-week run, Back in the top ten, Frostpunk, the board game, by Adam Kwapinski, published by 11-Bit Studios and Glass Cannon Unplugged, with 22,499, 520 more than Europa Universalis, and a decline of 3%. That is the third and final of our three games in the top 20 that lost ground from last week, so everybody in the top ten gained. There are 
Five new entries in the top ten. Falling out are, from 9 to 11, Frostpunk. From 3 to 22, Expeditions. From 10 to 27, Horseless Carriage. From 2 to 42, Stone Saga. And from 5 out of the top 100, Dead Cells. Down 2 to 10, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 25,957, that is, 3,500 more than Frostpunk, and it is a gain of nearly 6%, but it loses two positions. It loses positions because that mark for a number 10 game is nearly 6,000 more than it was last week for the number 10, and in fact is the most views for a number 10 that we have seen since October 22nd, four months ago, which in turn had been the most for number 10 in years. But on the subject of Dune, this is its 100th week in the top 10. It becomes only the eighth game to reach that milestone. Our first new entry is a debut at number 9, Forbidden Jungle by Matt Leacock, published by GameRight, with 27,742. 1,800 more than Dune, and a gain of 70% from where it was last week at number 20, so an 11-position climb. This is a sequel to, or a re-implementation of, apparently, the cooperative game's Forbidden Island, released in 2010, currently ranked within the top 1,000 on Board Game Geek. Forbidden Desert, released in 2013 and in the top 500, and Forbidden Sky, released in 2018 and outside the top 2,000. Our second new entry debuts at number 8, The Last Kingdom, by John D. Clare, published by Gameland Games, with 28,571, 829 more than Forbidden Jungle, and a gain of, well, it only had a few thousand views last week, so it is uh, many multiples of that. The Last Kingdom is, quote, a game of war and politics based on the Netflix series of the same name, unquote. It is a two-round game in which players first draft cards and then play them, maneuvering themselves to back unique leaders in a war. Down one to number seven, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skjold Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder, with 30,820, 2,200 more than The Last Kingdom, and a gain of 5%. So Heat returns to its former ways of just moving one position at a time. It fell two last week. After sinking one position at a time for three weeks in a row, moving back up one to number six, Ark Nova, by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 34,041. More than 3,000 better than Heat, and a gain of 18%. Our third new entry returns after almost a year away, 51 weeks, to chart for the third time. At number five, Earth, by Maxime Tardif, published by Inside Up Games, with 36,000, 
477, 2400 more than Arc Nova, and again, it only had a few thousand views last week, so many multiples of that. Earth was a number one for one week, the last time it was on the chart. The Kickstarter blurb for it said it was, quote, an engine building, hand management, and tableau building game, unquote, but the publisher referred to it as an open world engine builder, and that there were, quote, an enormous number of unique cards and combinations. It is now arriving to backers. Repeating at number four, Sale by Akiyama Koryo and Korzu Yusei, published by Allplay, with 39,772, 3,300 more than Earth, and a gain of 19%. Returning after five weeks away to chart for the 241st time at number three, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 40,808, a thousand more than sale and a gain of more than double from where it was last week at number 15, a 12-position jump to its highest position, and the first time it has been in the top five since January 19th of 2019, more than four years ago, and the most views it has had since a couple weeks before that, when it spent its 66th week at number one. As for why Gloomhaven has made this appearance, well, we'll get to that in just a minute. Last week's number one steps back again to number two, Frosthaven, by Isaac Childress and published by Cephalofair Games with 62,161 views. That's 21,000 more than Gloomhaven, or roughly the space from Gloomhaven at number three down to Encyclopedia at number 15. That's an 8% gain for Frosthaven, and so it notches its best week ever in views, although now its top two uh, weeks in performance are both in the runner-up position. This is the seventh time it has been a number two game, making it the, only the 15th game for that to be true. It's also the fifth week that it has just been oscillating between positions one and two. This is also the 20th week in the top 10 for Frosthaven. It is the 45th game to reach that marker. But it is booted to the side by a new number one, hitting number one for the first time, though it is its 11th time on the chart. It returns after six months away, and it is Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 88,000. 722, 26,000 more than Frosthaven, which in turn is bigger than the gap between Frosthaven and Gloomhaven at number three, and nearly five times what it had last week when it was number 14, so a 13-position climb. Six months ago, when it was last on, it had a three-week run, and the reason for that is because it had recently, it had just reached number two Onboard Game Geek. Well, can you guess why it has appeared here now? At the risk of spoiling my episode in a month, yes, Brass is the new number one on Board Game Geek, so it is able to surpass its previous peak on this list. It reached number three back in March of 2020. Now it is number one. 
This is also the same reason why Gloomhaven has seen a big spike, because we've returned to the wars. Long-time listeners of the podcast may remember back when Agricola first became number one, way back in 2008, that there was a lot of back and forth between Agricola and Puerto Rico, ratings bashing, uh, fans of one and fans of the other, putting low ratings down from one side to the other. And then after a year and a half or two of that, Twilight Struggle came along and just put a lot of distance between them. Well, a similar thing has been happening over the last week or two between Brass and Gloomhaven. There have been a lot of ones being slung on both sides of the aisle, although Gloomhaven has been the one that has really come off the loser in it because not only has Brass taken the number one spot and kept it, but Gloomhaven has spent some time down back below Pandemic Legacy at number three. Now, remains to be seen. You know, there's an adjustment at the first of the month that Board Game Geek makes when they run through whatever algorithm they have. Uh, they are able at that point to remove some of the dummy, not the dummy votes, but the shill votes, I guess, or the, the hater votes. Sometimes they can go through and pick those out. So we'll see how things settle. I don't think I'm spoiling our episode from April 1st for that. We'll see what, where things are then. But for now, Brass captures the number one on this list also for the first time. In fact, that mark of 88,000 plus is number 38 on the most views list. For Saturday, February 25th, 2023.